0: Welcome to My Shitty Podcast, So Shitty It Only Has One T. I'm your host, Adam Copeland. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. And most importantly, thanks for telling the friend. I also want to thank my guest, Jason. Uh, for coming on and talking to us about what he does for a living. Um, I had a, a blast with this one. Um, new episodes coming up. I got a game that I'm working on. So look forward to that in the future and uh, maybe beefing up the podcast a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I got to go back and forth about keeping it shitty or, I don't know, making it a little bit better. This is just a weird random thought and definitely shouldn't be having this in the intro. Um, okay, cool. Uh, enough out of me. Let's let the cat out of the bag. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, I think I'm just going to hold this thing. Okay. Put it up in the meantime. Uh, all right. Cool, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, also, I'll fiddle with these buttons all throughout the show. It's nothing that you're doing. I just have to edit on the fly because I don't have a producer.
1: No, that's fine. (laughs) Or I am the producer. You're a one-man show. I like that. One-man show. That's right. (laughs) All
0: right. Cool. Okay. We can get started whenever you're ready, man. All right. Let's do it. Uh, why don't we start with introducing yourself and um, where you work, uh, if you like, or we can keep that anonymous.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Jason, and I work in Santa Fe, New Mexico at a art gallery. Been there about 11 years now. Wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> no, I was just,
0: just uh, adding a little note here. Um, I, I, I often feel like whenever you talk to large groups of people or like uh, people in, in large quantities a day, like more so than your average person that sits at a desk and just like types away at a computer, like does data (laughs) entry. If you see like hundreds of people a day, you've got like talking points (laughs) where they like to get them out of their shell. Um, (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) Do you you have talking points that you you'll use like, uh like hey
1: uh so where are you guys from or are you visiting from a place what are what are some of your 100 percent? you know <laughs> i mean with our business i think you have to have a sentimental connection to the artwork and whether it's you know that artist is from where i live or you know that that's my hometown or they just like the subject so usually i start off where are you guys from what are you doing you know try to make a joke uh, a lot of times I get questions from people, you know, we have bronze sculpture and they'll, you know, ask, is this a real bead? And uh, you go through that <laughs> and you just kind of laugh and chuckle because, you know, it's, it's a redundant question that you're going to answer probably 50 times a day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: um, you just get prepared. And, and, you know, one thing about us is we try to make it really easy, relaxed, not pretentious. Often, you know, people come in with their hands in their pockets kind of thing and, And I just, you know, try to make them comfortable and, uh, you know, cheer them up, make them smile, make them laugh, crack a joke, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's how I go.
0: Do you, um, uh, is there anybody that, uh, I don't know, kind of opens you up? Like, do people come into the gallery and say, like... (laughs) We're decorating, you know, I'm, I'm decorating my house in the Hamptons. You're like, oh,
1: shit. Yeah. Okay, let me show
0: you, let me show you some expensive pieces here. <laughs> like <laughs> 100%. You
1: know, we get the people that, you know, want to want to match the drapes to the painting yeah. or they're, you know, you get it all, though. you get sultans. We've had, you know, sultans no come shit. in and you get this call, and, you know, so-and-so from Saudi Arabia is coming by and you close the gallery, you stay after hours and you just, you know, do what they want, basically. Wow. You know, they clap and people run around and do things. And, and, uh, so each one is kind of tailor fitted. You know, we deal with designers and that's a trip in and of itself. You yeah. know, you, you got a lot of different personalities there as well, but, uh, but you never really know. Yeah. There's, there's a few that will come in and you just see them and it's like, okay, this is going to be a good day. You know, you yeah. just, and it, it's nice to sell the artwork, but I like finding a good home for it too. Cause you get attached, you know, so you think, well, you know I know this artist really well, or I you know just have a connection to this painting. I want it to go to a good home, you know, and yeah, so sometimes somebody'll buy it and they'll be like, "It's going in my you know garage, and it's like, uh, you know, and then it just <laughs> matches the floor or whatever it is. so it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, really, have you ever
0: passed anybody up based on like, uh, this is for my kid's room? And you're like, oh man, this is." <laughs> This guy, you this, know, this guy like lived out of his car while he was painting this because he wanted to, you know, go to the Alps and like actually capture. I don't think this should go in your kids, you know, your your the new baby room. Yeah, is there, is it, have you ever turned anybody away? Like, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get go a good home. I gotta make sure I see it out. Yeah. You know what?
1: Fuck it. Money is money. I yeah. Know. You know, okay. I mean, everybody's willing to pay. And Respect. you've got yeah. so many artists that are starving out there. It's like, you know, you get somebody where it's a bird in the hand kind of thing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. You have to do the fake and we're like, Okay. Well, they, yeah, that sounds uh, like an interesting place. You for know? sure. Yeah. For sure. That's but. funny. Um, <laughs> has
0: anybody surprised you? Like, I don't know. Somebody comes in from that's got like, uh, they don't look like they're like, from money necessarily, or they've got like painted overalls or something like that. I don't know. 100%. Um, and you're like, oh, these guys are just going to, they're just killing some time, you know, <laughs> while, while somebody else is out shopping. And then they come and buy like an expensive piece. You're like, holy smokes. It
1: happens all the time. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. One of my biggest sales uh, when I started there was I, I came in early. Mm-hmm. It was like 9 a.m. And there's these ladies that are like jogging, you know, we call them like the fast walkers and they do it around the parking lot where where we have at the gallery. So they're always like in their jumpsuits (laughs) and everything. And one of them kind of like stopped, you know, in the speed walk and and,
0: uh, weights in hand, like 2.5 pounds. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Brand new Nikes, you know, And uh she she asked about this sculpture we had outside that was like, Yeah, almost two hundred thousand. And um so she just said, you know, how much is this? And I said, Well it's done by so and so artist and uh, you know, it's it's about hundred and seventy five thousand and a week later I got a call and they they bought it. Wow. And little did I know, you know, she had worked on this board for a city and they were buying public art and you know, so you never know. And and really, that's the great thing about Santa Fe, New Mexico, is it's very unpretentious, I think. Yeah. You know, you can go anywhere in sweats and a t-shirt, and people are going to accept you. And the, and the people that really do have money, I mean, I try to treat everybody the same that comes in, whether they do or not. But Sure. Um, but the people that really do, you do you, they don't flaunt it often, yeah.
0: you know? Yeah, I, yeah. T- I try not to have like a prejudgment. But every once in a while, I'm like, oh yeah, you're not gonna be. Oh shit, what do you know? Like yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy's driving a Mercedes, uh, he's in uh, holy blue jeans or something like that, and then jumps into. I don't know. Anyways yeah. I feel you there as far as like, oh shit, she bought it. She's on the board of you know, whatever. The, anyways, um, cool man. Uh, do you feel like your uh, your your coworkers? hear you as a a broken record, like explaining pieces where you're like, all right, the funny thing about this piece
1: is, uh, it's, uh, we all tease each other. So we're like a family, man. I mean, we are so close and we have a lot of our inside (laughs) jokes and, you know, we all get into this redundant, repetitive, you know, spiel that we give. And, So we try to throw each other off our game sometimes, you know, when I'm saying the same thing, you know, they'll kind of mock me and I can hear it in the other room. And so it's like, okay, I know what I'm doing wrong right now, you know. And so you've got to kind of change it up for yourself, for your own sanity, because, you know, I've been there a long time and you just get to the point where you're saying the same thing to the same people every day. And it's like, yeah, I got to gotta throw something else in there. And then we're all so different. I mean, For sure. I, oh man, For like, sure. I, you know, came from nothing, grew up really poor. And I just basically, um, you know, don't have a master's of fine arts degree or anything like that. And, and the two coworkers that I have, they both do. So they're yeah. going into their spiel and, and they make it sound very good, which it does, but I'm just kind of like, you know, a, a little dumbed down version of
0: that. <laughs> no, I like that. And I feel like you have to have that element too. Like this guy's got like the, he's got this style. You look kind of like the Ninja Turtles. You know, you've got like, <laughs> right? <laughs> you've got, you got Michelangelo. He's the party dude. You've got uh, Leonardo. He's the, he's the leader. I don't know if you've, you've caught much uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, but, I grew
1: up. Okay. Love, it, love you do? Okay. it. Oh yeah. We have a shredder in there too somewhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah
0: really cool man very cool yeah uh do you guys ever take turns like it like all right I just talk for 30 minutes you guys go like I need a break I gotta
1: yeah you know it's it's so selling art is really an interesting kind of you know conversation because Mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're getting comfortable with people and you're you know you don't want to overhound them and it's not like how can I put you in this Picasso today? You know, yeah. it's not like that. It's, it's really, <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's a series of conversations and it's like, okay, well, you know, and you drop subtle hands, like, you know, you have a certain spot in mind that you're looking for, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But each one is kind of unique. So you get to a point where you can you know, we we all work as a team where I'm at. That's the nice thing is we all share everything. So it's not like, okay, you get to go next and you deal with that person and, so we all really work together you know and yeah. and uh then you get the people that have been in 50 times and mm-hmm. you know they're going to have you pull out everything and they're yeah. never going to buy but you do it, and so we'll trade off on that. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I like to play seniority on that, yeah. so I kind of give it to the the newer people. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> like here comes Charlie again. He's
0: gonna make me pull five pieces. That, y- what yeah. else you got? Right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> 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 well, where's the secret art that you're not showing right now? Right, where well, it's not necessarily secret art. It's just kind of like there's uh, no space for it. You, I imagine like there's a rotation going, right? Yeah, like you just. Take yep. some pieces down, put some
1: new stuff up. We do. So, keep it fresh. we rehang constantly. So, we do yeah. things a lot differently. Like a lot of galleries will have a show for a month, right? And yeah. You have the work up in its entirety. So, if you go in to see, say, a different artist that isn't up at the time, you can't see their work. But yeah. for us, we have 16 shows. So, it's a lot of rehanging every week, you yeah. know? And then we'll take the show down, but we'll keep it in perpetuity in case. You know, there is um, somebody that comes in and wants to see, you know, X, Y, and Z by this artist, even though it's not physically up in its entirety. It's it's on location. So we have you know, a lot of rehanging. That's the only painting I can do is I, I'm good at spackle and paint on the walls. Yeah. And, you know, I'm pretty good at that.
0: I felt like that was a joke that, you know, yeah. that we were like, are you an artist? You right. like, oh, spackle and paint. Is that a, is that a recycled that's joke? That's
1: a recycled joke. I can't even take credit for it, man. That's like four generations passed on to me. So ah, that's good.
0: That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> what type of art do you like? Like personally, is there, do people are like, you know, What's what's your favorite piece here? Yeah.
1: <laughs> man, it's so so your your taste changed, you know. Yeah. And uh, I lived in Florida for a long time and and had a business there, and uh, I collected what I call dolphin art. You know, I really? had a lot of lot of dolphins <laughs> yes. and, and stuff like that, and the the sculptures. And uh, I liked stuff that I knew what it was. I, I look yeah. at it and it's like, oh, that's a beautiful ocean scene. Sure, because my mind wasn't beyond that. And so now, not that it's like sophisticated, right or wrong but my taste changed. And so now I tend to go towards more abstract where it's kind of on that line of traditional meets contemporary, not full blown abstraction, but they paint you enough, leave some to the imagination, you know, very kind of painterly style. You know, there's a hint of a fence post or something and more tonalistic, you know, so your tastes change over time. It's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very nice. Very nice. As you know, everything I, of course I didn't like, uh, peas. Whenever I was younger, but uh, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but some split pea soup, uh, not too shabby yeah. nowadays. You know, I'm, I'm down with that. Very cool, man. Very cool. Um, is there, are there any like tells? Whenever you go into like another gallery in another city, where you're like, eh, you can save it. Like I'm just kind of, yeah. Know, like <laughs> I work at a gallery. Is there is there anything where it's like? a code word? Where, <laughs> like an unsaid <laughs> thing? Where like, yeah, you know, you can save it for me, lady. I'm just kind of getting some ideas for
1: my own gallery. Or... You know, it, it, that's a good question. I, really, when I do galleries, <laughs> I don't know how much I can say out here, but I, I went to Denver and pot was legal. And, yeah. and uh, you know, so I, I, I did partake in some gummies. And yeah. unfortunately, I did the galleries right after that. So... I yeah. was kind of embarrassed to say <laughs> that I was in the biz and I'm from Santa Fe because I'm sure my eyes were popping out of my head, yeah, um so I just kind of took it lightly. I did the galleries, but um most places I go when I go you know travel, I will introduce and say, you know, I work in Santa Fe at a gallery and and people will respect that, you know,
0: yeah, so, yeah, do yeah. you find yourself like in certain scenarios oh, I know certainly whenever I was. Um, like full force bartender, um, and I would go to other cities. Um, it's kind of like the unspoken bartender thing is like, "Hey, I'm a bartender," and then you automatically know like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a decent tip because this guy knows better." Exactly. Where oftentimes like service was subpar, so I was like, "Don't tell him I'm bartender. Don't, right. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell him I'm just gonna leave him a twenty twenty percent, but I don't want to. You know, I don't want to also don't want to feel inclined to like." Um, can you kind of hook it up? I'm a bartender. Right. <laughs> As, do you ever find yourself in, in instances where you want to keep your profession like a secret? Kind of like you just said. Like, I was, oh yeah, uh, eyes were kind of popping out of my head. I was, <laughs> I, was a, I was a little. There's a, some some psychoactive properties going on in the, in the yeah. brain that I didn't want to be like. You know, I work in the gallery. Right? Or like, I, like well, this guy's stoned out of his mind. Yeah,
1: I don't want to come across as that guy. You Uh-oh. know, and and then the other thing, you know, you you don't always tell somebody what you do because you do. You know, I think I mentioned earlier, you get these people that. Everybody has a cousin or an aunt that's a painter. And, yeah, hey, bro, you know, my cousin, he paints, and I want to give you, uh, you know, a look at his work. So yeah. it turns into a full-time job just managing, you yeah. know, the, the other artists. and.
0: My kid's really good at painting turkey hands. Like, yeah. it's a hand that uh, he does a little turkey head on it. You guys should see it. I, I'm pretty sure you'd like it. 100%. Yeah. That's the
1: thing, man, you know, about this business. Everybody's got some relation to an artist or, or things like that. So Yeah,
0: especially in Santa Fe. this is like the mecca of like I don't know thrive. This is where artists come to like thrive or to, to sell right artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool.
1: Which I embrace, you know, I love what I do and it, you get close, you get a sentimental attachment to your your clients and your artists and they become like your family. So. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. pretty fun.
0: Yeah. Is there um, do you feel comfortable talking about like percentage that goes to cuz everybody's got to make a buck. You got to keep the you have to keep the lights on. You have to pay your employees you have to pay the artist um, and an artist needs a spot to like put their artwork um, yeah. how does that piece of pie get sliced like what is the sure. what does the gallery see what does the artist see
1: yeah no um so it's it's really unique with everybody you know starting sure. out artists typically are like a 50/50 relationship mm-hmm. or a 60 40 60 percent being in their favor um, it just really depends you know we have so many different relationships with different artists based on you know how many shows have they done how long have they established their prices in the past you know are they in any museums so there's a lot of factors some artists we've had to hunt down and beg you know to show at our gallery and yeah and you're right though because you do i I think you know a lot of people just think a gallery is you know a middleman in in a way but really it's that left brain right brain thing where you've got to put a lot of energy into collectors and relationships and there's a lot of expense that goes along with it like you said the lights that are on and So, you know, you get some of these online galleries that won't really, uh, you know, work with you, like as a gallery, if you try to split a sale or something like that. But in the the interim, you know, you've got all these expenditures of, you know, they've, the gallery I work at has been there almost three decades. And, you know, so you, you, it takes time. There's a lot of rent. There's a lot of space. There's a lot of payroll. Um, You know, Santa Fe is an expensive town. So, but typically each term is kind of, dependent on the history of the artists, you know, for sure. Some will come in and they're brand new and they just ask us, they'll say, you know, where should I establish my price point? Mm-hmm. What should I do? What do you guys take? You know, and we figure out, you know, how prolific are you? Do you sure. paint 10 pieces a year or do you paint, you know, a hundred? So, yeah. you know, with realism and things like that where they take a lot longer, that's a big factor. So you have to ask more for the work depending on how many you can really realize, you know, whereas some artists are very prolific and, you know, it, it just goes on and on.
0: So. For sure, yeah, um, and also, I would imagine like that, like that's a big part of an artist. Like I I want to be represented at, at this gallery because um, you know Jason does take time to, to sit there and and talk to me or or he 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 drains his batteries completely dry, like talking to people and like, Oh, I don't, the only paint I do is spackle on the wall. Like right. I like that guy. <laughs> I want, I want him to represent me, you know, like he's, he's really, he does his homework. Um, he looks into to the backstory in the paintings. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of homework, I guess, that, that goes into it. Um, and I would imagine that's a, that's a huge, if you spend all day painting, um, You don't want to use that extra
1: energy. Are you drained whenever you get home? I guess that's what I'm really getting around (laughs) to. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can ask my fiance. I'm not a nice person sometimes. I'm like, I can't even look at anybody right now, man. I can't have a conversation. You get mentally drained. You do. You know, you're putting in 60, 80 hours a week, you know, where we're at in the height of our season, which is a lot of fun. But there's. Um, there's a lot of factors. I mean, it's so fun to get engaged with people. And yeah. It's, it's not really, I mean, it's cheesy to say this, but it's not really work when you're just having a conversation and learning about, you know, people and, and really, you know, a lot of artists do like our gallery because we treat everybody the same. You know, you never know, there's some galleries that will shut down an artist, you know, they mm-hmm. come in, I'm an artist. out. Oh you know, see our website type thing. And, yeah. and, and for us, you know, we always make it a point to look and and really, you know, treat everybody fairly because you in turn don't know where your next artist is coming from. Yeah. You know,
0: it so goes back to that. who They know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that pre-judgment thing with the old lady, yeah. like in the jogging suit yeah. uh, or the guy <laughs> in the, the painted overalls. You're like, man, this guy's,
1: mm-hmm. you know, he's
0: actually a pretty talented artist. Uh, yeah. Uh, very cool, man. Very cool. Um, relationship with artists. Do mm-hmm. you, do you, how is your relationship with the artists that, uh, that you represent? Are there any like quirky, I imagine you have to put up with several different personalities representing more than one artist yeah. um, to just to kind of play that middleman between artists, uh, the then the gallery that you have to represent and then the, the particular buyer that's, you know, looking
1: into. Sure. Yeah. There, will... There's so many. Yeah. There there's artists, you know, we all kind of, Joke and tease about because everybody has a quirky personality, you know, in this business. And there's some that you'll answer the phone, and it's like the artist is in a vortex, and it's like, (laughs) Jordan, it's like, who who is this? And I, but I know the person, (laughs) yeah, you know, or or somebody you'll, you'll say, hey, you know. Uh, who, who is this? And they'll, oh, 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 oh. And they kind of stutters like, oh, I know who that is. That's yeah. A, yeah. You know, that's one of our <laughs> artists, you know, but you get these Chuck. phone calls, he's, so Yeah. I
0: mean. He's, he's always in a, in a head I know who that is. Yeah. 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 So,
1: but it's fun because you just, you, it really experiences you to a whole different mentality of people, you know? Sure. That, have gone through different experiences and um and sure they're quirky but it gives you a new point of view on life certainly you know? yeah so,
0: yeah it's, and it's kind of charming too
1: to be like oh these pieces over here if you only knew this guy yeah <laughs> exactly and that's a lot of it people will ask you know about the artist and some of them will want to know and you know i very close with a lot of artists. Oh, he's a great guy, he, you know, rides Harleys on the weekend. Yeah. Or whatever the case
0: is. So. Sometimes that'll sell a piece of art too. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I, I ride Harleys. I knew I like that piece for some reason. That's, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, I like Harleys and ducks. You know right. what? I'll take that. I'll take that <laughs> piece. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I think that's a part of like salesmanship too, of like connecting a person to a piece and like, oh, I mean you're from Florida it's, there's a couple dolphins right there that's, you got that's gotta, <laughs> that's gotta that's gotta speak to you a little bit no like yeah you know what I, it's funny enough I, I like dolphins you're right yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it happens all the time yeah a yeah, like, transition you know of, yeah. of introducing someone to a piece but certainly yeah yeah, yeah.
0: if you slide your head down you know, you tilt your head slightly. It kind of looks like a blowhole, if you, right. can, you can see.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm seeing it now.
0: That's very cool. Um, I imagine a large portion of your job is, uh, like, not only selling the art, there's the back end of, like, packaging it and, and sending it out. Yeah. Um any, have you ever
1: damaged a piece oh, or like uh, had an ink pen in your hand and like <laughs> I had a package the other day I swear that there was a grenade that went off within about five <laughs> feet of this thing because I have no idea what possibly could happen happened yeah. to get this box in as many pieces as it was Yeah, it's rare knock on wood but we've had forklifts go through paintings. we Ooh. had a truck. UPS truck that started on fire and oh. everything in it. Well, yeah, gone. Whoa. Um, yeah, I think this package that I shipped the other day went to Afghanistan and back, yeah. you know, cause it was just shredded and black and almost like somebody tried to set it on fire and drowned it at the same time. What? So <laughs> you, you don't really know where these things end up. Yeah. And, and quite too, you know, we send out invitations for shows Yeah, in the mail. Yeah. Okay. So I send them out usually a couple weeks before the show I'm getting things back from two years ago still in the mail. Really? In envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to shipping and mail, yeah, we have a whole department. We're lucky. You know, We have a at our gallery, we have a whole department that that's what the focus is. A lot of galleries nice. do it in-house. Yeah, yeah. Salespeople, managers, you know, you do it all. You pack it, ship it. Um, but we have a, a person that's been there about 20 years, and that's really what he does is he packs everything and orders custom boxes and you very know. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a whole another element that people don't really focus on. What yeah. happens?
0: What happens if you destroy a piece? Like what happens, you if, know, if, if, if UPS, I don't know, catches, if the truck catches on fire, right? Well, <laughs> it's insured, right? I it's would insured. Imagine it's just insured. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, anything, I think FedEx goes to a thousand dollars and then anything over that, our insurance kicks in. Yeah. So, um, you know, it happens. You try to get it back to the artist to get it fixed. If you can, if not, you know, you just kind of settle up, return their money, you know, hope yeah. that they'll understand, um, you know, because there's a lot of hands that touch a piece before it gets to the right, rightful owner. And unfortunately, you're just going to have the guy that doesn't care and plays Ace Ventura with the box and kicks it down the <laughs> sidewalk. It's like, shit, shit, Very man. good visual, you man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, you can't stop that. So That's awesome. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Uh, I talked to a glass, a bro- uh, glass blower on um, on the uh, the podcast before, and he was basically, I asked him like, "What happens if you're?" He was like, "I've gotten pretty good at it. Like, it doesn't usually, my shit doesn't usually get broken in the mill, um, but in the past when things have, um, since I'm the, like, I just do it again because." to get the insurance, like, to get FedEx to pay out or, or UPS. I'm not really pigeonholing any specific co- company. But he was, like, to get the mail, basically, to, to cover it. It was, like, you have to prove that, like, you sold it for said amounts. This is a piece of art. Like, maybe my materials cost this much and I can show that. But, like, the right. time and effort that went into it, it's hard to to prove that. And I was just – I I don't know if you've ever, like, personally – dealt with like all right let's some shit went down we got to settle yeah. up with this this piece <laughs> that's
1: you know so many thousands of dollars um do they usually meet in the middle or is it like yeah exactly so it's whatever our terms are with the artist if we're like 50-50 terms with that artist mm-hmm. they won't pay the gallery they're cut yeah. but they'll get the artist the cost of the painting for them so you know, if it's a ten thousand dollar painting, we're 50 50, they'll cut a check for five grand to the artist. Nice. So, so it's like he would have sold a painting. Actually, we had a whole show one time that was in Florida and a storage locker, and uh, oh, the yeah. whole thing went down, man. I mean, that got flooded or something. I think there were 15 paintings in there, really. So we didn't realize anything from it, but it was like the artist sold 15 paintings because you know, FedEx or whoever it was, UPS, whoever. Um, reimbursed him for, for all of his paintings. So. Yikes. They look into it. You know, they have investigators make sure it's legit. Nobody's sure. taking advantage. And yeah, there's a lot that goes in. But yeah, they, they make it right. I mean, they really do. And, and a lot of it has to do with material costs and time. That's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Killer.
0: Um, most uncomfortable situation at work? Have you ever, like, is there...
1: <laughs> Every day, man. There's some quirky people. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I most uncomfortable situation. I you know, I honestly for me get really intimidated and nervous when like the beautiful Dallas housewives come in, you know. Yeah. You, you deal with you celebrities on occasion mm-hmm. and you, you just kind of like don't want to say the wrong thing and you sure. know, you don't want to be too nerdy and yeah. you know, I mean, it's so that more so than anything, but yeah, we have we have a lot of characters on staff. So, yeah. I mean, we, we always try to make each other uncomfortable. Man. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I
0: imagine it goes back to that thing. Like now he's going to say, we're, we, yeah. we work so close. We can finish each other. Instead of saying sentences, he's going to say sandwiches and then everybody's going to like sandwiches. There it is. Okay. Yeah. See, I told oh, yeah. you. Yeah. Or he's holding up a sign in the back that says sandwiches. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I have a
1: beautiful lady come in and I'm talking to him and like my, mo- my coworker will carry around a bronze cougar and you know, yeah. like I'm just like in the background <laughs> and stick its head around the corner. But you know, it makes it like and fun and we always are and our clients like that you know we're always teasing each other and people just love it they they get in on it they have fun and it it takes the stress off the edge of spending that much money or you know you just you want to have fun it's it's an experience you know yeah
0: yeah for sure that's awesome (laughs) oh man hardest time you've ever laughed at work is there any like uh... (laughs) hardest time i've ever laughed that's a good question and it doesn't have to be like the hardest time but like man i was I had tears streaming out whenever this, this thing happened or like, or it always makes me laugh whenever. Gosh, uh,
1: there's so many. uh, (laughs) Ron's (laughs) Cougar was pretty good. (laughs) I got to chuckle out of that. Yeah. I mean, we get quirky designers that come in and, you know, they'll be singing and playing the piano while you're bringing in the painting into the house and they're, you know, you just get, you You get so many different personalities that it's really hard. We laugh a lot, but it's mainly at just all the characters that are around. And I mean, our hardest time I've laughed, uh, that's a good question because it's every day. Yeah. Every single day.
0: That's an appropriate answer. Um, I was also told that uh, I should ask about a story. So Mm -hmm. you should. You were talking about a, a piano being played. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know what story I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, about? Okay. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> do you mind telling that story? No, not at
1: all, man. So, um, and this probably isn't even the best of, of what goes on. But, yeah, there's this lady that's an interior designer, has a client, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we have to bring paintings out to the house. And so we do. And... And they're literally playing this piano and singing in harmony while me and and someone else are holding this 60-pound painting up to the wall. Yeah. And they start crying and hugging each other. Wow. And you stand there and you kind of like don't want to make it awkward, but at the same time you're getting like your arms are getting numb (laughs) and you don't know if you can like interrupt the silence, you know, like with them because they're having a moment. And she had to basically make sure that while the song was playing and the music was flowing that she liked the painting in this specific spot. Yeah. So yeah, I crack up about that from time to time (laughs) when I have a bad day. I just think, wow, remember that day? It would have been awful. She's like, no, 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 a little to the
0: left. And then I have to, I have to start over the crying and the, and the piano. And actually, you know what? Look, can we try the other room? Uh, (laughs) Like, like, oh man, my arms, please lady.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it gets heavy. That's for sure.
0: (laughs) Oh man. That's great. Um, What about you personally? Do you have any any
1: fears? What are your greatest fears? man. My my (laughs) biggest fears are probably, gosh, you know, just not living every day to the fullest and just being complacent. You know, you've been there 10 years. Yeah. It's like you take this for granted, and you know one day this this career is going to be over, and it's another chapter. And, you know, did I really enjoy it while I was in that moment? Because you do. I mean, I get to, you know, deal with clients and go to their homes and have great, fantastic dinners. Yeah. And it's just, it's a experience, man. And uh, I guess one of my biggest fears would be not appreciating it enough, yeah. you know, while, while you're doing it. And then you get done and you do something else. and. You know, I was in construction before, and, and uh, it's like, okay, wow, I had a really cool job for several years. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Man,
0: that's a beautiful answer. <laughs> I was going to say orchids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or- like, or- like killer whales. <laughs> <laughs> terrify me. Yeah, you know, if, <laughs> for some reason, yeah, ants terrify me <laughs> as well. Really? Yeah, they. I have an ant problem right now at home, and it's really creeping I have nightmares about them. Really? So, yeah. They're massive, and they're, they're all massive. over the place in, in New Mexico. It's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is my dream.
0: Yeah. Have, yeah, so. the, your, your actual big nightmare cat. of like that massive mm-hmm. ant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of random, but that's,
0: good. but that's part of it. That's good. Yeah. Um, I imagine a big part of your job that you probably... Uh, aren't very fond of is like bartering. Do people come in kind of like a car salesman? Like absolutely (sniffs) hard as a rock. Like uh, where are you from? Like uh, none of your business.
1: Yeah. No, the worst part of it is that because you know, you've got somebody, I mean, some of my favorite sales are these artists that'll save up for years and years and years to buy a little painting. And it's like, Oh, I've admired this artist. And Mm -hmm. uh, they finally buy a little piece. And then some of my least favorite sales are, you know, you get Joe Blow off the private chat and he comes in and he wants, you know, I'll, I'll take that, but I want 30% off Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I'm a custom. And so it's like, okay, well, that's fine. But then you cut the deal and you, you know, they beat you up and you come to a realization and some artists won't negotiate and some will. So every you know, situation is different, but yeah, you finally get to a deal and they go, oh, well, we'll put it on the private plane, you know? Yeah. it's like, well, that was 10 minutes of flight time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, so really, but, um, but no, we're, you gotta be grateful for all the business you get. Yeah, you, know? you sure. really do. So it, it, it comes and goes, but some of my favorite sales are the people that really just break down and like have this connection. And, and, uh, you know, I have one guy that bought a little painting and he's got it on a, easel and it's on a lazy susan in the middle of his his uh his uh dining table so he looks at it every day while he's eating breakfast eating dinner yeah that's that's kind of cool
0: yeah yeah Yeah, i like that that's awesome um you were talking about uh uh
1: the worst job you've ever had what's the what's the worst job you've ever had (laughs) worst job man i'm gonna say pete's pets and yeah so i still play poker with this guy he's a crazy (laughs) lunatic man uh, really fun guy, uh, that used to babysit me and he gave me my first job and it was at a pet store Uh huh. and, uh, I had to clean up after the birds and, you know, yeah. terrified of snakes as well. And so like, sounds really good on paper. Like I'm going to oh, go yeah.
0: work at a pet store. Like fuck.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm basically a veterinarian. Right. I well, can do <laughs> Yeah. I wore a doctor's coat every day, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, it, it was horrifying because there were like snakes that would get loose and it's like where 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 is this? I've thing? heard about this before. Like snakes just like go rampant. Like mm-hmm. a, and, and <laughs> I had one fall on me and no kidding. Out of the ceiling. Yeah, really? it was weird. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. And and so like every <laughs> snake has always bitten me. So that really one, it did. It fell. It was like a little garter snake, and they're like, Oh, that's Tammy, the nicest snake ever. And just like, Yeah. You know? They're not prone to biting. And he's like, Got a hold of your thumb. It did, like, that's exactly it. it was my finger, yeah. <laughs> And so I handed off to the lady. That was probably the worst job because it was really just the cleaning up of the... You were like Steve Irwin. Yeah. You were like... Yeah.
0: <laughs> In the aquariums. Yeah, that's 100%. pretty good. Yeah. Well, look at this snake over here. Yeah. This one's not prone to... Oh, I mean, no, it's Yeah. It's good, man. Yep. You got it.
1: You got it. That was the worst the majority
0: one. of your day is like cleaning bird boob and... and-
1: yeah, well, and the worst part about it was I had to work there for five summers to save up for a used Toyota Tercel, I bought my first car. Yeah. So that was like the reward for cleaning shit over the years. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shitty Toyota Tercel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <A> crappy car. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, here's your reward. Yeah. That's pretty good. Five yeah, years. you should be
0: driving a Benz, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Very cool. Very cool. Um do you have any questions for me? This is yeah. kind of like the the personal
1: gosh man
0: what okay, so what's your biggest fear then the, the honestly like I was a, slightly a joke, but also like the killer wells are, are truly like <laughs> <laughs> Terrify <laughs> the fuck out of me. Really? they play with their food they yeah. like they like before I think whenever I saw that uh that was like what invoked my first like <laughs> holy fuck these things are you know grew up with like in the And the like the shamu era where I was like, That's crazy cool and the trainers get to swim with these big majestic sweet animals yeah. and then I watch like an actual documentary about them and it's like <laughs> these things are called the killer whales for a reason and they're like <laughs> hunting this baby seal and like dragging down these massive like in packs like they work like packs of wolves and they're like dragging down like <laughs> helpless calves that are like a, you know like uh, baby whales um, sure, and, like, antagonizing <laughs> and like breaking the mother apart and then um, a seal was like I think the, the, the moment where I was like okay this shit's real yeah. was uh, a seal got on this like piece of ice and they were playing like seesaw with it and <laughs> the seal's like crying for it's life and I'm like holy fuck this is the most morbid natural thing I've yeah. ever seen in my life and it's super <laughs> fucked up and these killer whales are like <laughs> 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 and, 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 and then you dig a little deeper, and they're like, oh, yeah, like these killer wells. I watch blackfish, and it's like they're taking these these trainers and like dragging them down to the bottom of the aquarium right. like, <laughs> by their ankles until they're lifeless and like flinging them around. Uh, uh yeah, God, it's so I would be terrified to like jump in the ocean. They'd be like, oh, look, Shamu. <laughs> I would. There would be a, a little dust cloud of like brown smoke where, <laughs> where, where I was once swimming and then it would look like a jet ski just like took, took off in off. the distance. But oh, it was just, just be me. Yeah. I don't know why. I think I was like, whoa, that's wow. fucking terrifying. It <laughs> is. Huh. I, I, yeah. Plus, I, I don't think that I'm going to be caught in a situation with, I don't know. Killer Wells, I don't think. I think, yeah, I think you're good in in
1: the desert. Yeah, yeah, land- I'm landlocked right now, yeah. so I'm pretty good. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Man. So what 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 would be your ideal job if you could do anything?
0: If I could just support myself with an inter- like in entertainment, that sure. would be a, a good facet. I've always been there's always been like um like a portion of me that I maybe didn't realize until I was a little bit older where I'm always, like, putting on somewhat of a show. Uh, I remember being, like, a little bitty kid, and my parents um, asked me if I wanted to, like, sing a... a (laughs) This is in church. (laughs) I grew up pretty religious. Like, well, I say pretty religious. We went to... It wasn't like... I don't know. I didn't... Anyways, we... We went to church every Sunday religiously, pardon the pun. Um, So... (laughs) they asked, like, hey, do you want to sing after church is let out? Do you want to just, like, stand up on a chair and sing uh, a a Bible verse? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) In my head, you know, maybe I didn't say the F word. Well, sure. Um, And then I stood up and, like, captivated the crowd. And I think, like, from that moment on, I was, like, hooked. Like, I needed this. There's a sick portion of me that I need, like. That attention. A lot of people's attention at once. That was great, man.
1: <laughs> hey, why not?
0: <laughs> so as long as I could support myself in some facet of entertainment, I feel like that would be uh, my ideal job. Uh, and I don't know what, exactly what that is. Like we were saying before, like your taste change, you know. Right yeah. now, if I could just support myself in podcasting, that would be rad. Right. Um, by the way, there's a portion on the website where you can donate to my shitty fight. I'm just yes. kidding. That's selfless <laughs> plug. <laughs> I am it. and I'm not. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be my dream job. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Anyways, enough about me. Um, <laughs> oh, oh,
1: <that's laughs> if good. I
0: can pass it right <laughs> back to you. Um, we're kind of at the, the point of the podcast where we're starting to kind of wrap it up. Um, and in light of, um, the tradition of the podcast, we always like to end with a poop story. Sure. Have you ever pooped your pants or do you have... I a, have a, a really good poop story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Is it yourself?
1: Well, no, it's not myself. Okay. Um, that's okay. There's, that's definitely happened. Yeah. You know? The best yeah. poop
0: story I know is not mine. And it's on it's on the podcast. I've mentioned it several times, but I think it's episode nine. My friend Max Moreland, uh, the bar owner... But anyways, I'll, please, go go on. <laughs> Some of the best poop stories aren't your own,
1: is what I was adding. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, in, in an environment where everything's so hoity-toity, mm-hmm. um, we, so there's a few things, you know, we get these trolleys that come in with people <laughs> that are at least 80 years of age and most of the time have diapers. So you find diapers in the bathroom right before you send Betty Lou upstairs that, you know, with her Gucci purse from Dallas, Texas. So (laughs) you've really got to maintain the toilet facilities and keep an eye on it, you know? Yeah. And, um, so there is a particular client slash friend of mine that, uh, was watching a gallery for her friend, Uh just babysitting for like 10 minutes while they ran out. And this other gentleman that we all know, very well known in in the area because he's a character, runs in the door, locks himself in the bathroom for about 45 minutes. Yeah. Gets done, leaves the biggest mess you can find (laughs) of paper towels and shit everywhere. Yeah, And this... Friend of mine, of course, did not want to clean up. Yeah. It wasn't her gallery; she was just watching for ten minutes. Right. So she left it and <laughs> just literally wrote a note to the owner. Sorry, it didn't work out. Couldn't handle it for ten minutes uh, oh. watching the galleries. So she just like she was out. It was she was so disturbed. And this guy, uh, he's quite a character. So, but yeah, yeah he he totally. Uh, ruined business there that day for so, sure. Yeah. yeah. Does everybody clear out? Like what happens afterwards? Well, often, you know, like when we have shows and stuff, like some shit will happen and it's just like, where, what is that smell coming from? And yeah. you get, it happens often and yeah, you, it gets awkward. You know, you casually, you just have to go towards the door, you Yeah, know? and everybody does. And you just, all of a sudden there's no one in that room anymore yeah.
0: <laughs> the problem kind of takes care of itself you don't have yeah. to shut, shut anything down people just kind of naturally gravitate out
1: well yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome awesome man uh you did great um that's i don't know that's pretty much it for us man cool. um play us out shitty ukulele man. I hope I didn't go overboard
1: with Very that. fun. Sorry, I could not think of any entertaining stories where I was not like throwing anybody under the bus. I'm like, oh my god. Like, These are the worst stories ever because like our gallery